Hello and welcome to our devotions. Today's text comes to us from the Old Testament, from the prophet Haggai, chapter 1, verses 1 through 15. You might want to pick up your Bible to read along. Hear now the word of the Lord. In the second year of King Darius, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Thus says the Lord of hosts, these people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house. Then the word of the Lord came by the prophet Haggai saying, is it a time for you yourselves to live in your paneled houses while this house lies in ruins? Now, therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider how you have fared. You have sown much and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. You And you that earn wages, earn wages to put them into a bag with holes. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider how you have fared. Go up to the hills and bring wood and build a house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You have looked for much, but it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why, says the Lord of hosts, because my house lies in ruins while all of you hurry off to your own houses. Therefore, the heavens above you have withheld the dew and the earth has withheld its produce. And I have called for a drought on the land and the hills, on the grain and the new wine, the oil, on what the soil produces, on humans and animals and on all their labors. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God and the words of the prophet Haggai, as the Lord their God had sent him, and the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the messenger of the Lord, spoke to the people with the Lord's message, saying, I am with you, says the Lord. And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and worked on the house of the Lord of hosts, their God, on the 24th day of the month in the sixth month. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This was a text I received in my first ever preaching class, and I got to live with it a bit. I find it so relevant today. It is a great challenge by one of the prophets of the Old Testament. This was written in 520 BC, nearly 70 years after the exile. The Babylonian empire had collapsed and people were ruled by the Persians. The people were eventually welcomed back into their land, although Jerusalem remained in ruins. There was a lot of hope in rebuilding a future, but Haggai was not so sure about this. In this text, he tells people that their priorities are all in the wrong places. They're focusing on rebuilding their own houses, and they spend money on everything except on the temple, the house of God that lays in ruins. The book is written over a span of four months, of which Haggai witnesses the rebuilding of an underwhelming new temple, nothing that compared to the previous one. The morale is low, and he invites people into obedience and humility, which will be the key to bringing the nations together. 
Will Haggai's generation be faithful to God? Obedience will lead to success and blessings, he says. This message is so true today, too. We make choices that either are centered around ourselves and or we make some that bless others and honor God. How have we fared? It is interesting to be looking at this passage through a lens that involves our own sanctuary. Our beautiful building that stuns many who walk in for the first time is gorgeous. However, when we look a little closer, we see the aging carpets, the organ that's nearing the end of its lifespan. There are some little signs of age here and there. We have a great crew that keeps up with the maintenance, but some things happen over time that we just cannot bring back to new. So as we're looking to upgrade in some major ways in the near future to put in a new organ, just like we just welcomed a brand new piano to update our flooring and sound system and lighting, I know I have a great sense of hope because there is excitement in rebuilding, in finding ways to praise God in some new ways. I imagine all of us being asked to participate in this act of faith of upgrading our building. Nothing like the temple in Jerusalem, I suppose, but what a great act of faith and obedience. What a way to make us all feel like we belong so much in this place rather than spending our fortunes on the latest trends and the mundane things we think we need so much. While the newness of a building is exciting, it is also good for us to remind ourselves that the temple of God is different now. It is not in the building itself, but it is in the life, the suffering, death, and the resurrection of Christ that we find our hope in our home. So whether it is the people in the times of Moses, Haggai, or a thousand years ago, we are all called urgently into this life of discipleship. We are called to make a covenant with God as faithful followers and to keep our obedience and allegiance to God. Some good questions to ask ourselves today might pertain to our priorities. Where is God? And what is God's call for us? How much do we belong in the temple and how much do we participate in it? Well, no matter what, I cannot express enough the joy of belonging in a community such as ours. Watching my two daughters pronounce their wedding vows on the steps of the church, seeing babies being welcomed into our families of faith, watching a whole new building come to life from a vision to an active and booming place that brings in so many and I'm speaking of the Palm Center, of course, or watching the neighborhood folks utilize the walking path to stroll with their puppy. How great. Such movement, such passion, such love, and such joy on one corner of a busy Bee Ridge street. We should continue to ask ourselves how we have fared and how we honor God. If we feel like we never have enough, it might be time to look at our own faith, our practices, our devotion and obedience to God. A good reminder from the prophet Haggai on this day. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, how have we fared? Be with us this day as we question ourselves and wonder how we can be more involved and more obedient in our life with you. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.